0: Come get
1: beware, IGN Gamescoop.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week, Justin Davis. Scoop. Jared Petty. Scoop. Sam Claiborne. I fought hard for this chair. We've got a great show for you this week. We're going to be talking about a dangerous new golf game. The most dangerous game. We're going to be talking cool. about uh, video game release dates.
2: It sounds great. <laughs> we always talk about that.
0: <laughs> but first... Valkyria Chronicles is being uh, remastered and brought to the PlayStation 4 this spring. Hooray, hooray. Never heard of it. uh, I
2: think it was President Obama that said that that game was dope as hell.
0: Yeah, I believe that was a Obama quote. Valkyria Chronicles was a fairly early PlayStation 3 game. Kind of in in the middle there. Yeah, yeah, about 2008 I believe. 2008, 2008, 2008, 2009 maybe. And this is a turn-based strategy game uh, sequel
1: to Crystal Chronicles. Maybe. No, not, no the sequel.
0: not at all. No, nope, nope. nope. not a sequel. <laughs> sequel to nothing. Turn-based nope. strategy game, uh, a cult favorite, maybe, yeah, you'd say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, has this sort of, what is the art style? Sort of like World War II? It's kind of
3: World War I steampunk, so like pretty. hybrid. World
0: War
2: I steampunk, cel-shaded, just absolutely gorgeous. It's yeah. a, such a great candidate for a remake, um,
3: or not a, a, a remaster. You know, a remaster. Yeah. Um, this is
1: the remaster we're watching right
2: now.
3: Yeah, yeah this, this is the trailer
0: good. for the remaster. Now this Man. has
3: been available on PC for it's a while, a and, and mm. that PC version looks real, real good. And I believe so, it's on mobile, too. Uh, I don't know no. about the mobile. Um, but I, I do be. know that the PC version's gorgeous, so I think the PS4 version is just going to look lovely. The PS3 version, frankly, <clears> was Maybe the best-looking thing on the platform, um, but beyond mm. its pretty prettiness, it's also just a absolutely Wrong solid podcast. tactical Did RPG. Did you?
2: So have you played it?
0: I, I played it briefly. Uh, uh, it seems like such a Damon when game. It, when it first came out, but at the time I wasn't like a big PS3 player, so mm-hmm. I, remember, I remember playing it in the office and thinking it was cool. And but now I'm excited because I it's have a PS4.
2: Fantastic combination of like two D tactics, and then when you're in the field, uh, you know you actually you like place everybody, and then yeah. you get to play out. Their turns and their actions, yeah, um, almost vaguely like really old school Rainbow Six esque. I oh. guess I never made that connection. No, that's
3: really now, good. I love that. That's that's a great connection. It's kind of a really immersive Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. Yeah, um, like I
2: I was a big fan of FF Tactics and Advance Wars and all that kind of stuff, yeah. and also a big fan of RTS games. And mm.
3: this was just a what I, year I don't know. did it come out? Like two thousand eight.
2: Okay. And I played it and loved it, but just never got. I got distracted by other stuff and never went back to it. So this is absolutely. I'm really glad we're going to get a second chance. Yeah. So. This-
0: Coming to PS4 this spring, mm-hmm. uh, some people think it is one of, if not the best. Oh, this is the bold claim that Jared made. Best game that Sega ever produced. I, I no I no no, it, no,
1: the words of Jared Petty. In the words of Jared, Jared <laughs> Lee Petty, were, best <laughs> thing Sega ever did. Uh, yeah, and, I, then, and then he and I had a conversation about that.
3: And Sam had a, <laughs> Sam had a really good one there on, on that too. But uh, I liked I liked Sam's uh, uh, assertion that there was one better. Their taxi thing. service? Uh, no, not that. But yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. I think this is the best Sega game. Sega's got a long legacy of wonderful games. I, I am not a, a a Sega hater by
0: by a long stretch of What about Seaman? Uh, oh, yeah. I like Seaman. So this brings us to our topic of yeah. discussion. What is the best Sega game? We okay. already. Jared thinks it is Valkyria Chronicles. Yeah, they have this really great legacy Wait, did, of. Wait, role...
1: did you thought about it a little bit over the weekend? I though, did. And...
0: Yeah, they have this great history of role
3: playing games. We don't yeah. think of Sega really is a role playing company, but they made you know this: Skies of Arcadia, Fantasy Star, Shining Force, Valkyria Chronicles. That they're really good at that. Dude, Shining Force is dope. Shining Force and
0: Shining Force Two are my votes for the best games Sega's ever made. That's produced. a that's hmm. a great vote. Hmm. Yeah. So hmm. you say Shining Force Two? Uh, Probably Shining Force Two. Fantasy yeah. Star Four is
2: really good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, man, if if any company, if Square would have made the Fantasy Star games, do you know how often they would come up? They would be right <laughs> up there with like Final Fantasy IV, V, and VI, uh, spoken of in the same breath.
3: Absolutely. If Phantasy Star 1 had had wider distribution, I, I mean, it was in almost every way superior to Final it, Fantasy, which is the uh, game that's kind of around. Right uh,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, it came well, out well, at well, the well, same well, time. Well, they well. both were inspired by Dragon Quest because mm-hmm. Dragon Quest was insanely popular. And then Sega was like, hey, we'll do this. But they put it on a master system. Yeah. And and nobody had a master system. Four is the one that I played.
2: That's like, is that the one? That's the one, right?
3: Uh, You should play one, two, and four. Four is the best.
2: Yeah, Shining Force is really good. My vote for best Sega game ever.
0: Hold on. I want to touch on Shining Force briefly. If you guys haven't played Shining Force, check it out somehow. I think they're available on the Wii... Uh, virtual console?
1: Oh, is that true? Yeah. S- uh, sequel to Life Force? Nope, nope, nope. No, that's no, not true. No.
0: They're on <laughs> un- mobile. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's a great way to play them. Well, it's uh, just, well,
3: because they use the Genesis controller. I mean, if it were point and yeah, play, it would be different. Be point. Like, yeah. It has an
0: on-screen uh, like D-pad, which I, I hate. Yeah. Uh, but these are turn-based strategy games, and they're huge. They're sprawling, and as you as you are like traveling around the countryside, you're gaining new members to your party. And yep. each New member. Hmm. Uh, Missed
1: that on Genesis, really? Yeah. It's so sophisticated yeah. oh, it's so as good.
0: a 60 bit <clears throat> like, that game is incredible
2: today in 2016, but the fact that 20 years ago they were doing stuff like that... So that's the same games, era as Ogre Battle? Roughly, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I feel like Shining Force, in my like, mind, it's slightly earlier. But it's I guess more I don't
3: like know. Fire Emblem. That's, that's oh, like is Fire the, Emblem. Yeah, it feels, feels
0: like a Fire Emblem game, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, they're great. Did you guys ever play Beyond Oasis on Genesis? Yeah, that was really cool. yeah.
0: That was like their sort of supposed to be their Legend of Zelda. Yeah, really well uh, done though. That was an expensive cartridge. That was a that was oh, a yeah, uh, twenty Brian questions game at one point. Yeah, you that you was a twenty it. questions.
1: No yeah. way. Yeah. that's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. I would have got it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, didn't yeah. get Alan Wake.
1: Well, we can do that a third time and see if we get it. <laughs> uh, my favorite Sega thing that Sega ever did is is kind of a, it's not really a game but it's software. Um, Talked to Jared about this a long time. The Sega CD uh, came with a CD player, mm-hmm. and it was the first way I ever had to play my own music on a CD. That was your
0: first CD player. Me yeah.
1: Too. And uh, I hooked up a little, I got a little Radio Shack amp, and I got speakers, and it, has a, it had a really cool, it wasn't cool, it had a very functional <laughs> visual display, but you could do things like sequence tracks or like uh, set things on repeat. And I was, you know, 12, 13 listening to pop music and I had just joined one of those Columbia CD clubs and gotten like 14 CDs like Nirvana and Pearl Jam and just like 90s standard stuff. (laughs) And uh, I just loved it. and, and I did that so much more in my Sega CD gaming. Like I, I played CDs on it. That was the era that
3: like CD prices were like plummeting too. Right? Best
1: Buy always had like nine ninety nine or or less for every CD. But the the important thing for that was that I didn't know anybody with CD players either. They really? weren't around. People's parents had them sometimes, but they're thousand dollars. The Sega CD was, yeah. you know, two hundred fifty or two hundred ninety nine I think when it came out. Wow. And you already had a Genesis, and it had stereo output, and mm. you could just I just for hours would just listen to music on it. It was a big I, deal.
0: I I if, if I'm not mistaken, Shining Force Three was a Sega CD game. That mm-hmm. was a Sega Saturn mm-hmm. game. Never saw that. Shining Force Three.
2: Yeah, I thought it was Saturn. I thought it came out in multiple parts.
3: There is a Sega CD Shining Force, but I think it's a yeah. spinoff. Okay, not three. Uh, it's it's not actually three. Yeah, it's okay. a kind of a weird spinoff. Yeah. Of, if I remember right,
0: man. Well, Shining Force this. was a, a spinoff of Shining in the Darkness. There's that. Which yeah, Shining's like like a, a whole series. A yeah. wizardry style, style first person turn based. Yeah, it's crawling. weird to yeah. see
2: the see the spinoff. You know, sort of surpass the the original. Shiny yeah. Force. Yeah. Dude,
1: and then there's the Afterburner cabinet. Oh, the
3: thing that moved well, around. Well, thing, yeah, that thing's awesome. That's that's gonna man, say
2: like that. The best thing Sega ever made, uh, I'm not a huge arcade guy, so someone else would have to, but just, you know, Virtua Cop and uh, Crazy Taxi. <sighs>
3: Zaxxon! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you want to uh,
2: go back that virtual far. Virtua Racing uh, was amazing when it came out. Uh, you know, the Virtual Fighter games. Right. Were, I don't know that they're like... I have a Sega like,
0: arcade game to uh, submit for your... Consideration. Ooh. Golden Axe? I really like this one. Oh, Congo! Bongo. Bongo. Bongo! That's one right. One of my favorite
1: games ever. Uh, in a, a very, very uh, influential game in my life. Congo. Like, awesome. we, awesome. we just talked game. about I feel yeah. like Well, Congo Bongo is significant. I know Jerry can tell the story too. But uh, the team that worked on Donkey Kong right. was actually outsourced uh, by Nintendo for coding. Of course, Shiro <laughs> Miyamoto so designed hard. a bunch of stuff. The, the team that coded Donkey Kong was then. Uh, employed by Sega to do this game. Yeah. So is this the is same a, team as that? much of a sequel as Donkey Kong Jr. is. Is
0: it, so. it the same team that did Zaxxon?
1: Well, it's the same hardware as Zaxxon, yeah. same yeah. cabinet.
3: It, and then they have some lessons, Like they have this beautiful Star Trek vector game that Sega game oh made. Do you God. remember that thing? Uh, that might be my favorite thing. Gorgeous. That's an amazing mm-hmm. cabinet. It's this beautiful color vector arcade game. And they had the Thunderblade <laughs> cabinet. That, have you ever seen this thing? That the non-powered
1: uh, like the, uh, moving uh, Thunderblade
0: game? Yeah, that game is awesome. And yeah,
1: Sega State was fate was sealed when uh, Atari got Star Wars and they got Star Trek. <laughs> and they just they never caught back up after. Never that. Star recovered. Star Trek was a really good vector game. Yeah, uh, uh, Congo I'll, Bongo. Though.
3: Also, it's it's wrong not to talk about Sega's games without talking about how great Choo Choo Rocket was with four people. Choo Choo yeah. Rocket. Jump and the, the Dreamcast oh. in general, just almost everything they released for Dreamcast yeah. was was at least good.
2: I don't think uh, the Sonic games are very good, and I don't think mm-hmm. Shenmue is good. Mm. So we're getting a third one. I would say so. My pick is going to be Virtua Tennis. Virtua oh, Tennis. great That's a choice. Virtua Tennis is uh, one of only a handful of games that people use the expression like, oh, I lost track of time, or before I knew it, the sun was coming up. And I played virtual Tennis at a, at a friend's house, and that's one of the only times in my life that that's literally happened to me. Like, going through the minigames and working through the challenges, and then I look up and the sun's starting to come up, and I'm like, holy crap, what just happened? Like, yeah. this game, of all games, is what did it to me, um... Usually I get, I can only play for like two or three hours. Even the greatest games, I'm like, I just need to take a break and walk away for a little while. But yeah. that one just felt so perfect. I just stuck with it.
0: That's a superb video game. That's a great choice. Honorary mission 2 Streets of Rage. People really like Streets of Rage. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: They, I mean, they have a wonderful legacy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a proud, a lot of ways, they were almost ahead of their time a lot of the times. But they, they, they just mismanaged that company so badly. They had so many chances to succeed. And they always managed to find a way to, to hamstring themselves at their moment of of, yeah, like, yeah. of eminent glory, they yeah. would find a way to screw themselves up. So Knights into Dreams, we didn't huh? mention. Fantasy Nights. Zone, Nights. Fantasy Zone, great game. And Nights, jeez. yeah.
1: The, what's the 3D one, the really impressive one? What, not the, 3D, but uh, right uh, time, Fantasy Space Zone.
3: Space Harrier? Space Harrier, Okay, Space Harrier. Yeah, the raster impressive. <coughs> <coughs> um,
2: yeah, yeah I, I bag on Sega a lot on Game Scoop, but I was actually a Sega kid growing up, not, like, I always got the Sega stuff first, and then Nintendo stuff. Years, like, I didn't have a SNES till... I think the PS1
0: era. 2010.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it was like, I think I got the PS1 and Super Nintendo the same year and caught up on all the Super Nintendo classics. So I have a lot of fondness for uh, for all of Sega's stuff.
3: Yeah, I think it's frustrating, maybe, and one of the reasons the that it Man sounds cool. like we're picking on Sega is because Sonic is, is their symbol and Sonic's so popular. But there are 50 Sega games that are better than Sonic or Sonic 2, which are mm-hmm. probably the best Sonic games. And I think that's where it becomes frustrating. So like, There's this incredibly broad legacy, but we... Narrow it down to that to that one marketing gimmick they created, and that's frustrating. Yeah.
0: All right, moving on. Uh, this week we found out about a new game from former Burnout developers, formed the new studio Three Fields Entertainment, and they're making a game called Dangerous Golf. This is, this is the first I've heard of this. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> is this a sequel to Ninja Golf? Uh, I don't know, but uh, you know, we've talked before. We like video game golf. Yeah, we like yeah. Mario Golf. Do you remember like how there was an Hot Aqua Shots Teen golf.
1: Hunger Force golf game? I didn't no. know. I didn't know that. Yeah, that, I, we need to find this game and play.
0: Okay. <clears throat> Dangerous Golf from former Burnout devs. Uh, it's coming out in May for console and PC. Wow. And it says they say it is as serious. Oh, that looks so cool. <laughs> they say it's on Unreal Engine Four. Uh, they say, it's as serious a golf game as Burnout was a serious simulation. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's, that's such a great,
2: games.
1: great quote. Yeah, so no. we're talking about people that designed pre-Burnout Paradise Burnout. Yeah, so, that's that's the the so I'm assuming... Well, because so well, that's a very different type of game. It's like a also, puzzle
0: game with physics. Yeah. Uh, they also worked on Black. These guys, so they to yeah, sort of I mean, like of yeah. To yeah. take Destruct the destruction to the from Black. That's,
2: that's what I was gonna say. Is knowing nothing about this game no. other than the conversation no. we just had and this screenshot. Yep. You're
0: like, all I'm right, gonna
2: go, I'm gonna go ahead and extrapolate. Here's what I'm gonna <laughs> guess: is it's got a normal like you know hit the ball and try to bounce it off stuff and get it in the whole like arcade golf. But I bet it also has like a cool destruction mode mm-hmm. and like yep. use your ball to like cause as much damage as you can. Oh, man. Yeah,
3: there's a couple of cool things there. i think um, I'm totally on Gimmick board. golf games can be great. Uh, I joked yeah. about it, but Atari 7800 Ninja Golf. We were just talking about that Kirby's game this morning. Kirby's Course. I was yeah, just going to
2: yeah, say Kirby. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of gimmick golf games. Yeah, it's
3: great. <laughs> you, you would hit, like, hit the ball to the hole, and then you have to have a side-scrolling ninja battle to get to where your ball landed. Yeah. And, then you ju- and the boss fights were giant dragons hovering over the green. It was great. There was what was that one that was like a launch title for Wii? That that was really fun too. It was kind of a gimmicky, explosive golf game. Do you remember that um, cutesy graphics? What was that called? I right? think it was
0: made by Camelot too.
3: I, I really liked it, right. um, I mean, but it was this kind of thing, kind of a gimmick, like super powered golf did game. Did you ever play Rivet King? No. What's <laughs> that? It's a really cool gimmick golf game. It's for, great for
2: what? Uh, PS Two or PS One? Oh, Rivet King. King is uh, oh man, that's such a deep cut. But there's like there's like two people listening to Game Scoop that are like,
3: oh, Rivet
0: King. You look, a, look, a Stream course. Look so. up a video of it, it's great. That's Dangerous good. Golf, so a uh, little bit of a description of the game said uh, you're not striving for par or aiming for birdie, you're playing for dollar damage as your high score. Progress, uh, you're awarded points for trick shots and ricochet techniques, Love and it. for destroying stuff, turn your golf ball into a bomb, set off your smash breaker. Destructive powers increase as the ball heats up, and there are indoor environments. This so sounds like it's made for YouTube videos. Yeah. Well, and right I also now. love,
2: like, I love, like, <laughs> just like in Burnout, I love, like, the horse aspect of it. Like, here's what I did. Now you take your turn and see if you can cause yeah.
0: even more damage. Yep. Also have on and offline multiplayer. Yeah, dangerous, am- dangerous golf coming Scoop. this May. IGN 11 out of 10. 11 out of 10. Yeah. Was
1: that the uh, Was yeah. that the release date discussion? Uh,
0: no, <laughs> but. Speaking of a release date discussion, <laughs> Mighty number no. nine has been delayed for a third time. Yeah. And it's just basically been delayed indefinitely. It has no new release date this time. Yeah. It, it was supposed like so. to be out in February, and now they're just like, we got to keep working on it. It'll be out when it's done. Mm-hmm. It's such baloney. Yeah.
2: Well, their excuse was uh, they're adding these networking features and functions. And they're, so it's that, and they, they said that, and they said because they're releasing on so many platforms that, mm-hmm. like, it's challenging for really. <laughs> Which I'm sensitive to. Like, yeah, you know, Vita and Wii and just across the board all these platforms. And with a small team, that can be tough. But I also... Here's the thing that, that frustrates me or makes me a little angry about this news. Is they announced in January, a well, month before the release date, an indefinite delay. I'm like, dude, you guys knew before now. Mm-hmm. They, they must have known, what, three or four or five or six months ago that they weren't going to be What was the other game February.
1: that Inafune announced and is working on that yeah, was supposed to come out the this Castlevania. year. Bloodline?
0: No. No, no, yeah. Blood is no, You're talking about
3: red, red, red dust, red no, something. It's, yeah. uh, no, it's
1: a sci-fi with a dog. There's like a robot dog. they got uh, little paper oh. cut-out things at E3 for them.
3: My my ignorance Recor. shines for you. Recor. Re, ReCore. Recor. Oh wait, ReCore, not, you, not the red thing. Okay, I was thinking yeah. about the other one. That's I a, was thinking of the Igarashi game. No, so was I. Oh, you think thinking of Igarashi? We both
2: made the same mistake. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Recore is another game that also <clears throat> got delayed, but like I can't believe it's even close to coming out because it was just yeah. as it debuted at E3.
2: It feels very disingenuous a month before a game's release date to have an indefinite delay and claim like, oh, we're just need more like you don't need that much more time when you're a month away. Like they just knew they weren't a month away forever ago.
3: It's frustrating. All that said, and I think <laughs> it's it's a absolutely correct point you're making i am glad that they delayed it rather than release it incomplete um which yeah. occasionally happens do you well think it'll have a wiley's castle but that'd be amazing if it did <laughs> <laughs> only if it has that that i love the
1: map screen only on wiley's castle yeah it's like they give
3: you the map screen right there and you're like oh
1: yeah I did kind of just go through that area yeah
3: yeah
2: i i i personally don't think that this looks up to megaman standards i've i don't know
0: what i played of it i have really liked this delay uh, prompted a GameScoop fan to write into us. I believe it's their first time writing in. This is Big Tony Style. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't heard from him in a while. I say, At what point before a game is released do you think developers should announce a release date? I asked this after noticing Mighty Number no. 9's second delay. They are deciding to hold off on an official release date until they are sure. It makes, me, makes you wonder why they even decided to announce dates before when they were not able to hit them.
1: Damon, are you Big Tony Style?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> pretend, I've met Big Tony Style.
0: Have you? Was Is he big? big?
2: He's a nice man. He's not big. Oh,
0: that's you men But have you ever? I may have met him too. And I, I in the know. same room together. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I guess it's not me. <laughs> I was just reading an old piece of the.
2: um...
3: <laughs> have you ever read the uh the the last days of fallout 2 or, or not fallout 2 Jeez, I, I half don't life two. Remember. half-life 2 pardon me you know the final hours right of half final life hours two? of half-life mm-hmm. 2 which yes. is actually about like the last year of its development after that huge delay yes uh, and that's a, a wonderful piece but By it Jeff does Keighley. yeah it does offer some um if i knew the title of it I, I could have remembered the author uh it does offer some insight into how even the best of intentions can go terribly awry in this process um i I like to be forgiving on it. I, I do think that when you're getting that close, you should be a little more transparent. Um, I think. Well, I and think they're kick-started. That's another reason
2: to be transparent. Yeah. Um, yeah. In he- terms of what, like, well, I think big to get to heart of big Tony style question. Um, for a big AAA action game, it makes sense to announce your release date far in advance because it's a little bit like summer movies. Like, you don't want Call of Duty and Halo coming out on the same day. Hmm. Uh, so they put their stake in the ground and say, "Here's when our stuff's dropping." You know, we're Fallout. You. Tomb Raider, you can launch on this day if you want, but you might want to, you know, move a week or two. Um, didn't. But for a smaller game, yeah, I guess I'm a little bit mixed up. I don't know any clear advantage to, you know, months ago saying, yep, we're releasing on this day. Like, why mm-hmm. do that to yourself? When like,
0: people point. A lot of people point to Fallout 4 for the ideal way to do it. Announce at E3, ship in November. Yeah.
1: I point to George R.R. Martin. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he has uh, always said, "When it's done, it'll be done." The but mighty then his number publishers nine. His put yeah. the 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 release date on the mighty number part. nine of the book world, as they yeah. say. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And that's what they've always said. <laughs> well, okay. all right then. mean a song of iceman and fireman. <laughs> that's pretty. <good. laughs> there you go. Flame man. That's pretty good. Flame? That's pretty uh, good. Heat, I am flame man. man. There's there's do
3: several you, of them. Do
0: you think uh, developers should? try and hold the release date until the game is just about finished and ready
3: to go. Uh, I, I, the other end of it is we don't know what the uh, publishers and the platforms are requiring of them, too. I mean, it may be that for one of these multiple platforms that they were releasing on, they had to arrange it ahead of time. That's possible, so they had, went ahead and made a release date announcement because of that. Yeah, uh, We don't know that end of it, uh, so it's hard for me to say. But ideally... That four-month window is pretty great. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Ooh, game, it's coming out. Uh, Somebody in the office speculates, I don't remember who, they they like to joke that, maybe Dan, that Half-Life 3 one day is just going to appear on Steam. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. I totally think
2: that's how that will do it. That would be amazing. There's only a few companies that can get away with it. Yeah, I mean, I think, I kind of think it's a miracle that video games get made at all. They just feel impossibly complex, and all the disciplines they bring together from design to art to music to voice and all the rest of it, and then all the partners that you have to partner with to get it on their digital stores. Like, I do, uh, I run features at IGN, so I deal farther out than most people. Like, I work on big projects that talk to, you know, product and editorial and video and foreign offices, and like... That's really, really. That's like such a tiny. That's such a tiny thing compared to making a giant, you know, many, many hour long video game. That I don't know how you can see into your crystal ball and know where you're going to be in 12 months. Like mm. it feels impossible to me. Mm. Yeah, there must um, so be some it's a miracle other every purpose. time it even
1: happens. There must be some other purpose for a release date. Maybe it's just to get a, another press release out or something. I don't know well, because I've a been trained not to pay attention to them. I just yeah. don't.
3: Hmm.
1: I, I mean, so, since Zelda Two,
3: right? <laughs> That's true. That was a that was a giant lie. They're like, keep looking for it. It's yeah. out there somewhere, maybe. And the chip, yeah, in Canada, the chip shortage. Was. Yeah, uh,
1: but every Zelda game is always said, "Here's the window it's coming out in," and then two years later, it's still not out. Yeah, I think yeah. we were. So we were tra- I just don't. Ca- I don't care anymore. We were talking like, about it, doing an infographic where, like, I think
2: literally every Zelda game has been delayed. That's amazing. Or yeah. that might not be true. But like, it's famous. Like, it's a franchise famous for yeah. its, its delays. Yeah. Um, I think part of it is internal, like. This is you telling your team, like, "Yo, guys, this is the day. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, f- keep working. Like, you yeah. need to give people, you need to give people those deadlines in order, f- in order to eventually just stop tinkering with
0: stuff. Fight and against
3: feature creep and just be like, we're going to yeah. lock this down. There is
0: plenty else to play. while we wait for Mighty Number no. Nine. Yeah. Woohoo! My goodness gracious, there is. Next email comes from Jason. And he says, "Jason, I tried to tweet Jared about this a few days ago. (gasps) Did I not respond? You can CC me. I'm his boss. Don't think I got my point across effectively. Do you remember hearing from Jason on Twitter? I, I, (laughs) I've heard from a few people on Twitter recently. I don't know. (laughs) I wanted to make sure my point was heard accurately. (laughs) All right.
2: Whoa. I don't know if we want to enable this.
0: (laughs) I think that Games Media sometimes has a chance to just walk out of here." (laughs) It's nothing bad. I think that games media sometimes ignores a population that listens and reads every day. I am 37, father of two, under 10. I'm a husband, a farmer, and a gamer. Between getting up at 5:30 in the morning to start ironing everyone's clothes and packing lunches and getting the morning chores done
1: with good looking kids. Running yeah.
0: any errands that need to be done, getting back home to get some work done, then lunch, then work, then pick up kids, then teach horseback riding, then cook nice. dinner, then possibly dance class or 4H, then baths, then bedtime. I might begin to play a game at this mm. point. This guy's way past 140 characters already.
1: Yeah, you need a 3DS. <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't care for Fallout 4 because I don't have 100 plus hours to dedicate to a game, whereas Uncharted is a nice 10-ish hours and tells a beautiful story all compact-like. There's a population of us out there that would like that dad perspective every now and then.
3: I remember this guy now. I just didn't know
0: what to write back in a Twitter-sized window. We would love... uh, to be heard and told to look into buying certain things and not. I love the excitement that the 20-somethings and early 30-year-olds bring, but it isn't my voice. I don't have the ability to buy a bunch of games that sound awesome and sandbag them until I have time later. I have the ability to, b- to buy, say, five games a year at most. One of them has to be Infinity, whatever, because my daughters, and maybe a Wii U game that we both might enjoy, like yeah. Wind Waker. So were you were you talking about how you prefer longer games or something No, does, I don't remember this what from? this came
3: from. I remember he he I remember him writing to me now and I even think I think I wrote him back and thanked him uh, to talk about it. It's always good to hear people looking for, for different things. Thank you for your concern. <laughs> no, not just that. I, I <laughs> The fact is, he's got a very valid point. We wanted we want to try to cater to all kinds of
0: people who play games. I mean, right. I, I, I just is he asking to the to dad get, gamer? Well, is he
1: asking to get recommendations for games, or is he just?
0: I think he, he's just asking that we keep in mind as we're you know talking about games and recommending them that not everyone is looking for a gigantic hundred plus plus hour it are it, three. It can absolutely be a negative forward. more than a positive. Sure, hundred yeah. percent. But um, I mean, that's oh, go ahead, Justin,
2: as a father. Yeah. Uh, no, it's you have I have so much more appreciation. So I started. <laughs> (laughs) This was the mobile guy at IGN and then I stopped, I didn't play mobile games for a couple years when that wasn't my job anymore and I picked it back up when I had my daughter. Uh, The 3DS, uh, like Sam mentioned, and uh, iPad have just been a lifesaver and I do much, much more gaming there and that's how I get my fix of, you know, I want to solve a puzzle and have fun and stay plugged into, you know, the world of video games but I can't necessarily play. uh, I'm doing better this year but like last year I just missed all those AAA open world games Mm because there was no time to fit that in my life. so i'd recommend that to jason first of all uh, if mobile's not your thing i know it's not everybody likes that flavor uh, the 3ds and vita are strong strong consoles mm. um, i would also say there's a website how long to beat um, i don't know if it's howlongtobeat.com if you just google how long to beat it'll turn up and yeah. uh, it's all crowdsourced data weeks. where you say i played the witcher 3 and it took me 40 hours to beat it and it's run in like such an ocd way and i mean that in a way that like i love the way it's put together that it's like cuz i'm like but wait a second how long to, like, 100% it? And it's got yeah. that stat, too. And it's like, but what if I'm really fast and just blast through it? How long? So it'll tell you, like, just blast through the story, 12 hours. Uh, you know, it'll take the average person 16 hours. If you want 100% it, it'll take you 25 hours. And I totally reference that website before I start, you know, a weird random game like, this is a deep cut, but do you remember the Ghostbusters game that came out yeah. last jam with the original voice yeah. actors? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had that game in my Steam library, and just on a whim, I was like, huh, but I used How Long to Beat? And I'm like, oh, it's seven hours long, totally. You know? yeah. And yes. if it would have said 14, I probably wouldn't have picked it up.
3: I, I think that what he was asking also was, what are we here at IGN interested in doing about that? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the recommendations you're making are good, and I think we do to a point... Cover those kinds of products with reviews and guides, in particular for shorter games. Uh, I think about something like Oxenfree, for example, or that Dragon Cancer, or some of the other things we look at. But Firewatch, uh, or Firewatch, uh, but integrating that suggestion—hey, you don't have a lot of time. I do think we could do more around that. Actually, that idea that he planted there—I haven't figured out what to do with in games yet. But I just pitched a, a feature to Miranda, uh, anime-related to that. Uh, and yeah, we haven't talked about this yet. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, oh, I heard so you it, pitched I heard to of Miranda it. now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, she's, she does the anime stuff, so I ran it by her first. But yeah, a, a, a sort of an anime thing for people who don't have a lot of time and still enjoy the medium. No, for um, sure. Like,
2: that's a real, like, I watch, One Piece is the only anime that I watch. And it's like 500 episodes at this point, so I would never <laughs> recommend it to anybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you really like it? Should I watch it? I'm like, no. Well,
0: do you have no, yeah, like a year? <laughs>
3: yeah, it'll take literally so long. Like, don't bother. So um, we, we do care, a lot of us, that's our lives. I do a lot of my gaming on the bus.
0: Um, um, on handheld, or on PC late at night. Justin, la- I, I nominate you as executive editor of our dad gaming
2: coverage. Yeah, great, I'm down. The last, the last piece of this puzzle that I want to touch on is that... i uh, got puzzles
0: on the mind lately. Playing too much Witness. Yeah, there's no such thing as too much Witness. Um, <laughs> I
2: think there is. <laughs> uh, it's really a pet peeve of mine, and um, it's bothered me in an informal way, and I think I might try to formalize it here at IGN, is that I really dislike praising a game for being big. Mm. It's mm. like, well, so what? That's a meaningless... Like, you praise a game for being good or fun. I disagree or... with that
1: because when I was a kid, yeah, it's, it's it meant a totally whole yeah. lot to me. When I got Final Fantasy and I realized that there was games that were 50, 60 hours long, that changed my life. Well, I'm not
2: saying don't note that it's big, but I'm just saying it's not, it's not, it shouldn't explicitly be a plus. Like, I feel like most games, most modern games, have about 20 hours of good ideas stretched out into 40 hours of game. Like they lo- they wear out their welcome like i don't beat games anymore i just eventually peter just play out until you feel no, like you've got i play till i added. got my fill and then stop and i understand the perspective of someone that only gets a couple games a year but i don't think that makes it a better product
3: i think we should note when it's big and i absolutely agree that a lot of them are stretched out i do think we should praise when a game is both big and consistently good with throughout when yeah, that does take place yeah. that but, is but that we, is something to the, the games we Sing praise are
1: generally playground sandbox games that are big, so it's like you can do one thing in them and have a shorter game. But the fact that they built all this other stuff to do—that's when you praise the size of the game when it's fun to do. If it, if it's genuinely big and you, there's a lot to do, but you don't have to do it all, that's something to praise because it means that the person investing their, you know, hard-earned money into one game is really getting getting a good deal for it.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand that perspective. For me, the example is Fallout, where uh, there were uh, like. I eventually, like in the beginning, I went into every building and explored every Mm -hmm. dungeon, and I'm like, okay, I'm either going to find raiders or super mutants or ghouls, and those are the three things, or possibly like uh, creatures. Mm -hmm. Those are the four things you're going to fight, and you're going to do it 100 times. And like, Mm -hmm. I stopped. I'm like, I want, yeah, yeah, I don't want to go in this building anymore because it's going to have raiders in it. Like, I
3: I had a very different experience with Fallout, but I I may be in the minority on that. I I mean, yes, I found them. I just didn't mind. I play Fallout for the environments much more than for the enemies. And so I kept finding really neat things that made me happy yeah. hidden around the world. And I, I care less about what I'm fighting while I'm doing it. There's actually, a, if, if you take a, take the Fallout guide and look at all the enemy classes, there's, there's more than you realize there. That's another part that struck me. There, there, there was a lot more variety in Fallout than it seems when you're playing Fallout. Rad scorpions are terrifying. In they and, are. In, in yeah, they're Fallout. really bad. For.
1: We have a Fallout podcast that I really recommend GameScoop fans check out called uh, Vault IGN.
3: We do. <coughs> we have one of those.
1: Uh, Jared hosts it. It's very popular and it's popular because it's very good so check Aww. that out.
3: Well, Thanks, Sam.
1: I, don't, I shouldn't have to plug your damn podcast for you. Oh, <laughs> that was a nice of you. <laughs> See I turned that around? I yeah, did.
0: That was pretty good. Uh,
1: I should mention too that Keep uh, chair. you should have uh, Brandon Tyrell in there because he picked up Everything in every single place he went into when he started playing that game. <laughs>
3: okay, so we invited Brennan Hold oh, on, hold oh, on. Oh, we don't need.
0: Let's let's. Say I this, know. I'm just this saying, for another I want to hear so. that story. We need to move on. I want to hear that story. This show. Uh, it is time to play video game twenty questions. <laughs> Everyone knows how this works. Uh, I don't know how. It my panel has twenty yes or no questions to guess this week's mystery game, which was suggested by Sean Hannan. Okay. We may begin. Okay. Not Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity. Right. right. Okay. Sean, Sean Hannity. Sean, Sean Hannity.
1: Hannan, the hand cannon.
0: Okay. Yes. Um,
2: do you do you play this game? Is your character on foot? Are they on. They're running on two, on their feet.
0: Uh. Okay.
1: Just ask if it's Alan Wade. It's Octodad.
0: <laughs> it's Octodad. Your character is very abstract in this game. That's not
1: a yes or no question. You just I, have to give us the answer to the I don't, game now. I don't we know. won on one question. I don't know. I don't
3: know the answer to that. Okay. Okay.
0: So that's a freebie. I bet week. it's Kicks. That'll be a, I'll it's, just give you a freebie. Wow, thing. that's a
3: big What's free that? freebie. What's that, Kicks? That would be amazing. Yeah, you're just a little thing drawing, drawing squares. Right. That's a great game. Such a good kicks yeah. game. Kicks is a great game. Yeah, I just got Kicks for Christmas. <laughs> That'd be
0: amazing if you got Kicks right
3: now. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> um, no, I'm sticking with Octoday. Uh, was it released prior to January 1st, 2000? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Sam
0: knows. <laughs> Sam only knows old games. No, I
3: know
2: you new games. You play all the new games, harder. but they're not lodged in my memory
1: in the same yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was it made after 2010? No. Okay, so it's falling on that one. Down. Okay. Uh, we, oh, man, I just remembered I wanted to change how that works. I was going to start doing it by console generation instead of year, because then we have to always narrow it down to oh, things that overlap. yeah. That's really good. Okay. I've been thinking about this a lot. I've, I have some good questions. So did this game
2: come out in the PS3 360 uh, gener- like, era? Uh,
0: <coughs> yes. It's probably, okay. a,
2: it's probably a PC or handheld game.
3: Yeah.
2: Or
0: could,
3: could, be that, could be that Wii, though. Could be that Wii. I think it's probably a PC or handheld game. Is this, a, is, this a, um, is this game depicted from a third-person perspective?
0: Uh, yeah. It's every
2: extend extra.
3: <laughs>
0: Extreme. Not, that is not, it's not clear. It's not clear whether yeah. it's from third person?
3: Yeah.
2: But you play as an abstract thing, so it's not.
3: But, yeah, yeah, but it's I, still third I, person. I, I that would mean you're outside looking in. Like, I mean, you're either inside looking out or outside if it's looking like a in, puzzle, right?
2: If it's like something, again, like,
0: so like kicks, let me, his, let let me kicks this. third yeah. person. Is Tetris played from a first person or third person perspective? Well, I'm not the block, so I, I would figure.
1: Is this a puzzle game?
0: Yes. All right.
1: Cool.
3: That's fine. All right. That's a
1: good one.
3: Oh, man, okay, so we got that.
1: Man, I wish it was okay.
3: good puzzle games from that generation. Let's see, we had Boom Blocks. We boom. had Boom Blocks uh, is dope. Yeah, but that has a
1: perspective. It does have a perspective. <laughs> I yeah. we always go to Boom Blocks on this. It's I don't so know why, uh, but there's
0: Medios. I, I, I got one. Uh,
1: Medios and what's the PlayStation version? Luminous.
0: Yeah,
2: well, yeah. I was just gonna guess Luminous. Uh, is this game famous for its soundtrack? No. Okay. Not
3: mm. Luminous. Possibly so Medios.
0: Is a game popular on handheld? Uh, I think, well, you say handheld.
1: Phone. Oh. It's a phone game.
0: Ah. Yeah. Is this the, a mobile game? It is a mobile game. Okay. Right. Was it on
1: iPhone? phone? Should we just burn uh, that one, too? Can we ask that? Sure.
0: Uh, I don't know if it was on iPhone. iPod. Uh, Apple devices. Or Apple devices. If you're asking Apple. if it was on Apple devices, sure. You gotta okay. say yes to that. Uh, so
2: Apple an devices. iPad
1: only? iPad puzzle, puzzle game?
2: game. Mobile mm. puzzle games. Justin, but but have fun well but what's yeah. weird about this is he you said can take bu- this one buddy he said before 2010 yeah yeah
0: yeah the iphone so was around bar- so around.
2: yeah but like barely like that makes the it like a is. long yeah.
0: <laughs> so first of all i never said it was mobile only uh-huh and it's when you asked if it was before 2010 i was referring to its original release date okay oh man so originally released and ported to ios puzzle game yeah it's
2: not the ios is a trap don't get hung yeah, up on that yeah all right
3: so <laughs> it's something that, zuma
2: yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Uh,
0: threes. No, no what was the other money. one? Peggle.
2: Actually, I was just yeah. Peggle's good. Is Damon's
1: favorite game. Do, 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 uh, does
0: one it have
2: them.
1: does it have Ode to Joy in it? No. No, you already it, asked if it was famous for its it music. Well, right. Yeah, but yeah. I mean that's be a stretch for Peggle. <clears throat> so
0: yeah. Um, Peggle's a totally Does this game, game
1: involve blocks?
0: No. Ooh, that's a really no good blocks, question. No Let's no narrow bosses. down the puzzle.
3: That's ten. That's, uh, that's does great. Does this game involve orbs or circles?
0: Kind of. Yeah. Does it involve physics? Yes. Osmos.
3: Oh, I love Osmos. That's twelve. Let's see, orbs and f- circles. I don't play a lot of puzzle games, so I'm, I'm in trouble here. Um, I, w- w- I wish it was Peggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but it doesn't feature a joy, so it's not a Peggle game. And um, physics. It's about, li- about little balls. There's physics involved.
1: Well, there ha- there are there are. He said the little balls are involved. Yeah. Did we already ask 2D versus 3D? Uh, I'm a. Assu- keep picturing 2D. No, you can ask that. that. We asked perspective, which didn't didn't make sense. Yeah. So, it so like is, this,
3: is this is this a 2D game? It's a 2D game. It's a 2D game. Not famous for its soundtrack. Appeared on iOS. Did you ever confirm the handheld thing or?
0: or yeah, he said it's, it's, n- it's, it's not a handheld game. It's, it's not a handheld like, game. It's not on like a.
3: So if it ended up on a iOS eventually, it's the PC or a console game. Gosh, I just do not play a lot of a lot of uh puzzle games. Really in trouble. Um I'm just like Woody Pop, columns. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, this is uh, next here. question. Yeah. Next I know.
1: One. I I'm trying to think of like an art style question <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Yep. Um or does it have sequels?
3: No. No sequels, the only one. Ooh. Jeez. That makes it so much harder. Um Let's
2: see. this game up here on uh, Xbox Live Arcade?
0: No. 15. Wow. So it's 15. it Wow. 15?
2: Really? Mm-hmm. Oh man. I feel like we were just at five and narrowed down to puzzle yeah. and then we got hung up.
3: So it's either Wii or PS3 most likely that it was ported from or PC. Uh, it could be a Flash game of some kind? I mean, do you mm-hmm. think if I asked if it was originally a Flash game that that would be a waste or not, guys?
1: I couldn't name a lot of games based on that. I mean, there's this That doesn't help me.
0: That's I mean, silly, I think like,
1: like physics runner game and
0: Yeah. I think it's Bejeweled for the panels Bejeweled's information. It's pretty good. I would never pick a flash game to play for video okay. game 20 questions. Okay. okay. So it's not Bejeweled. All right. So let's see.
1: And It's too abstract to be Angry Birds and stuff like that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's got it's got it features features balls.
2: Features orbs
3: and physics. Orbs. Orbs That, that could be Bejeweled. Right. It could be, but Bejeweled was a flash game. Bejeweled also is right? in physics. Yeah. Well, I guess in the sense of yeah, fall. the drop fall? Here, yeah, things fall. That's where I was thinking. Yeah. Do
2: things fall down from the top of the screen in this game? Like, is that the mechanic?
0: N- no. Oof. Oh, we're failing here, guys. Do we
1: know what this game
0: is? Yes. I won't oh. count that question. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: Uh, all kinds of abstract things. You know, could right,
1: Candy right? Crush have come out back then, or something no, famous like that then. that's famous now? No, because I'm not Um Yep.
0: Yep. Let's see. You um, know, it is a physics-based puzzle game. Yep. Originally released in 2008, came to. We didn't know 2008. We didn't know 2008. Oh, sorry. You know, it was before. <laughs> I uh, spoiled that for you. It was before, you, It was originally released before 2010. Fruit Ninja? No, no it's I not. not a puzzle game.
3: Why That's, not? Well, P- Fruit is more of, a, more of a reactive game than a puzzle game. But
2: it's from that era. Yeah, absolutely. The only thing I'm really picturing from that era and why this is tripping me up is I'm only picturing like 360 games. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I am know. I'm not able no, to we're... picture like PSP or DS or uh, like PC okay. puzzle games. Did this game appear
3: on Wii? Yes. Okay. So it was on Wii. That helps. It um, does help. Okay, so let's see. Did... Zach and Wiki is an adventure what puzzle What are some game. of the brain
1: age era games that are like brain,
3: brain? Yeah, but he said it wasn't a handheld though. No, he didn't.
1: Actually, he just he said did,
3: it though. was on DS? I did say that. Oh, no. No, he said it's on Wii. Oh, on Wii? That's Wii. Yeah, it's on Wii. Wii. That doesn't exclude okay. it. Okay, whatever. Yeah, well, he s- said earlier something. I it said it. Said it, it, was. it was. I, I asked it. He told me that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: so,
3: this thing appeared on Wii. Jeez. I'm,
1: and BoomBlox wasn't ported to other stuff? Uh, no, well, that's not abstract. Boomblocks is not on mobiles. Well, it is kind of abstract.
3: Yeah, I don't think Boomblocks was ever ported to mobile. And Boomblocks had a sequel, so it can't be that either. This didn't have a sequel.
2: Wait, wait. Did Nintendo make this game?
3: No. Okay. Ooh, I guess maybe that was
2: a dumb question.
3: <sighs> it's not Mercury. Like a third-party,
2: third-party Wii game. They,
1: they don't do stuff like
3: that. Yeah, there were a lot of third-party Wii games. It could have been, mm-hmm. um,
1: especially physics-based ones. Yeah, so it's not like Monkey.
3: Ball. Oh, oh, oh! What the goopy one? Yeah, World of uh, Goo. The world uh, of goo. Yeah, it's,
1: it's World of, of Goo.
3: Orbs. It's World of Goo. Yeah, is it World of
0: Goo? Yes. The goopy <laughs> one. The goopy one. Nineteen questions. That was oh, a close yeah. one. That's goodness. Good. That's an but with the, the
1: Wii was essential to know that because it was a Wii game that I associate with that game.
2: With. Yeah, see, I it came
0: to Wii and PC. I think great at the same game. time I played yeah. that game
2: on mobile and again it came on to PC. mobile
0: in 2010. Orbs yeah. and physics. That was a Wii game for me. Yeah. Orbs. Physics is kind based, of?
2: A, I mean, I guess I. Understand. I mean, he
0: asked if it involved spheres or orbs, and I was like, kind yeah, of, kind enough. of, yeah, that like, was good. yeah. Thanks for the Still 2008 on, clue. I was like that that was guess, developed by but,
2: what 2D yeah, Boy? Yeah. I don't know what they went on to do after.
0: I don't know either. Because there was never a sequel.
2: I kind of want to go look them up now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know that they did. They started like the indie fund and funded other indie products, but I don't know what they're mm-hmm. actually developing. They're making Fallout Five.
0: Could be. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's a really cool game. So like, you understand like you, when you ask if your character yeah like, totally has legs. You're, oh yeah, that's like totally
3: right.
1: You're like a goth girl in that game. Yeah, you're not. You're, yeah, there's you're, like a little plot about. The, the factory town, mean, and, and you're like
3: a yeah. It's probably a like, better answer uh, the way you remember. did, though. we would have been totally lost trying to. You're edit, a goth
0: like, girl in this side scroller. I
1: think there's like a goth girl side scroller, Tim Burton type family that that the wow. game. I don't. You're
0: know.
3: thinking don't, of American like, McGee's. No, Alice. you're right, but I guess
2: I don't. When I I don't think about you as being that person when you're building up the goo towers and stuff. Like, I feel like that's separate from like the little story that's happening.
0: So, Jared, is World of Goo played from a first-person and third-person perspective? Third I, perspective? I would
3: think of it as a third-person perspective. I, mean, just, I yeah. would as
0: well, but yeah. that's, I agree that it's kind of a stretch.
3: This is hurting my head. What, what's the name of the weird little SNES puzzle game where the girl has the hook and, like, swings around? Or the Super Famicom one? Do you guys remember that? Uh, well, that
1: could be first-person because the radicals on the screen. Where's that? Super Hook Girl.
3: <laughs> super <laughs> yeah, hook da- girl. I, I think I'm, I'm siding with
1: Damon on that's unanswerable.
3: Yeah, it's good. No, Damon was in you a don't hard not see your there.
1: character, so it can't be third-person.
3: Also, we will never have a Flash game. So, which means we will never have Choo Choo Rocket. Full rocket. screen here.
1: I bet World of Goo was a Flash game. i just going ah. to throw that out there. What, World of Goo? You might have been a Flash
3: Yeah, I
2: actually
1: think, I think World a of Flash Goo. Flash game? Maybe. It didn't start as a Flash. It's hard to tell Mm -hmm. in that era. Flash is just
0: a way to create a game at that time. Yeah,
1: yeah. That doesn't just mean browser-based. That's how we should have narrowed it down.
0: Uh, All right, I think that's all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, Sam. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.